In this festive episode, we'll sift through a sleigh full of financial products and strategies and find out which ones deserve a spot in your financial stocking this year and which ones are the proverbial lumps of coal. This will be a fun episode for all investors, whether you've been naughty or nice this year from a financial perspective. Everyone's going to get a little smarter on today's show, we hope. It's Santa's or Glenn's Naughty or Nice Investment Guide coming up on the Retirement Roadmap today. time for the Retirement Roadmap Podcast with registered financial consultant, Glenn Mosseller. Glenn, do you have your uh, your red suit and your, your, your gray beard all set? You ready to play Santa on today's show? Yeah, Walter, let's do this thing. <laughs> I love it. Uh, <laughs> final episode of 2023 with a little holiday spirit mixed in. Here's how it's going to work. I've got a couple of different financial products or strategies or ideas. We can kind of couch those things any way you, you, you think or want to. We're going to see if Glenn thinks that this would typically you – know, we know, Glenn, it always depends, right? That's, that's, uh, that's our favorite word here on the show. We know everyone's situation is a little bit different and nothing is absolute. But just in terms of uh, the general naughty or nice list, where would these things fall on that list, if Santa was checking it twice, uh, where would these things typically be thrown into? Would they be the lump of coal, or would they be kind of on that that nice list for a good a good boy or girl? So that's where we're going with today's episode. We got a couple of different items to play this game with. All right, so the first one is a credit card. A credit card would that be a naughty or nice item in somebody's stocking? Oh well, Walter. You know, I think that um, too often that 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 one is the lump of coal, right? I mean, that that, yeah. that credit card interest and all of that stuff can you know, can really, really, you know, be you know be difficult to you know to personal finances. You know, it, it's not something that you really want to see being used, you know, in a have to basis, right? You know, a lot of people use it in a want to basis, you know, for, you know, for extra points and, you know, maybe cash back and different things like that. You know, that's a place where, you know, the use of it, you know, could end up being a, you know, a real benefit. Maybe it does make its way onto the, you know, onto the, you know, onto the good Santa's good side. But, but in general, you know, you really got to be careful. You know, that, that one is a, is a true double-edged sword, isn't it, Walter? I mean, it has, it has all the conveniences to it and, and you can use it for the the rewards, but but I think most people, you know, kind of get themselves into a bit of a bind sometimes when they, you know, they they go a little bit, you know, they go a little in debt and then they get a little bit more in debt and and you know, you, it's you got to really watch it because that credit card interest can really really get you know get at your finances and just just you know gobble up money that that you know could have you know could have really gone to your benefit or for your family, you know, for sure. Yeah, it's a great point. There there can be some some nice elements of a credit card if you but you got to manage it pretty much perfectly for them to. And then actually help you and make sense, right? Like my yeah. wife and I are going to be able to go to Vietnam uh, in 2024 and it's going to be paid for almost completely with credit card points. But they've been building up for a long time, Glenn. So <laughs> <laughs> well, that's right. To get, to get to that amount. But kind of cool that it helped you know fund that but if we were paying interest on any of those accounts well they would just eat away that benefit almost instantaneously and so no doubt yeah no doubt. so most of the time that's going to be naughty now if you put a credit card in my stock in glenn and you're covering the bill i would treat that as a very nice item not not naughty <laughs> yeah no, i don't know if i put my credit card in there maybe i give you a gift card right <laughs> there you go there you go yeah that, that, that's one caveat people are probably like well credit card would be pretty cool if someone else is on the hook for the bill yes that would be great but uh, no santa's not paying your credit card bill that's not happening so uh we, we throw that one in the naughty category it sounds like uh next item what about a high interest savings account 
Okay, well, say Walter. Now that that one's one that's kind of just popped up here of late, right? And, yeah. What what know, is that, Glenn? I don't. I right. didn't know those existed. <laughs> right. Well, I mean, that's a that's a that's a new concept, at least you know, it, or it's something you had to you know just just to dust off, right? Because you haven't seen that in a really long time. And and actually, I mean, it's you know you see it more in the in a, in those money market accounts now, right? Where you you know you're seeing that you know three, four, five percent, you know sometimes a little bit more than that, you know, you know on some teaser rates and so forth. But I mean, it's 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 kind of nice for the savers, right? I mean, it's it's you know, there's these higher interest rates are, are are tougher on the borrowers, like we were just talking about with a credit card. But but you know, if you're you know, if you've got money that's sitting in the bank, you know, you've been you know, you've been just you know, just dying over the last you know few years, you know, just thinking, oh gosh, I mean, they're not paying me anything. You know, and now you know you have the chance to you know to to have some interest get credited to your account by by having money on deposit. So I mean that that's a that's really just kind of a you know a bonus one that we've seen here in the last year year and a half where then you know that's kind of a, been a resurgent. You know, I mean it's not like you know it's not like the high uh, you know the high interest like we saw you know you know many years ago, but you know in recent years it's you know it's dramatically higher and it, and it's just it's nice to see some you know some you know have some reward for you know for having some money set aside in the bank you know that that you know this it's just it's there for you in the future if something happens but you know in the meanwhile you're getting paid for it i mean that's that's been kind of the norm for most people's lifetimes but you know in in, in recent times it's it's kind of gone away and it's nice to see it come back so it's just like you know it's you know it, i may be saying i had something to do with that i don't know yeah yeah exactly that, that definitely was helpful to bring that back into the equation these days um that high interest savings account where have you been and uh it's it's back for us so kind of nice for those who can uh, really leverage and take advantage of something like that would not be a bad thing to put in your stocking this year all right what about a roth ira where would that fall on your list mr santa well, Walter, you know we we've talked a lot about Roth IRAs and you know getting money into there either through contributions or through conversions, you know of you know of, of, of traditional IRAs, and you know it's you know it, it's hard it's hard to see a you know a, a scenario where that 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 has many negative sides, right? It's it's very it's a very positive vehicle for for folks to use, you know. Now, you know it doesn't mean that you know that all your money should be going into you know to Roth accounts and whatnot, but you, the, certainly it's it's a beneficial type of an account. That that you really want to try to take advantage of because you know when when you have money in there you know it, it's nice to know that it's you know once it goes in there you you know you're not gonna you're not gonna get taxed on it ever you know ever again now and I say ever with you know there's a little bit of a caveat there there is that you know that five year rule that that is you know that is there for you know for money that goes in. But, um, you know, you, you know, if it is, as long as you set it in there for a bit, you know, and, and when you're taking money out, you know, that what you put in comes out first and the, and the earnings or the gains come out last. It's, it's, it's one of those things where as long as, as the, the earnings or the gains that are in, in that account, you know, don't come out in the first five years, you know, then, then you're, then, then everything that, that has, you know, gone in there has gotten earned is, is going to come out tax free. The, the only scenario where you, you have the taxation is, is that if you've pulled out earnings within the first five years and certainly you also have to think about that 59 and a half um, age you know that you know it's like hey you've got to be beyond that or you might get you know dinged with that with that uh, that 10 percent penalty so there there are some you know there are some guardrails there and so there's some rules to follow for sure but there's an awful lot of positive things walter and i think that that's that's on the, that's on the nice list because you know you you know people people are going to always like in, in their in their future if they have some tax-free money that they can that they can you know draw from yeah, yeah 
that's a great thing to have in uh, any stocking would be that Roth IRA, no doubt about it. All right, I'm interested in your thoughts on these next couple because I could see them being beneficial, but I'm wondering if they might have uh, you know some negative elements or maybe non-efficiencies or something like that that might make them uh, on, the, on the naughty list here. These will be maybe more debatable, perhaps. What about long-term care insurance? Long-term care insurance, where does that uh, kind of rank in our naughty nice list here? Yeah, well, Walter, I mean, it's, uh, you know, we we started off saying it depends. That's one of those situations where you definitely want to have some sort of a hedge there for, you know, long-term care, you know, that that risk of the long-term care. The question is, is how are you going to do that? Are you going to do that with, you know, more traditional long-term care insurance? Um, that is, you know, is, is, it's kind of akin to the way that, you know, like your homeowner's insurance works or your car insurance works is, you know, you pay the premiums, you know, and if you have an accident or if something happens, then, you know, then and only then, you know, do you get, you know, do you get some benefit back from it, you know, and, um, but, you know, there's, there are other, you know, kind of hybrid products out there that, um, that have some long-term or chronic, you know, chronic illness, you know, uh, you know benefits that are that are built into them or can be added to the you know to a different type of policy that you know can you know create it's you know very interesting scenario um you know but you've got you know you want to think in terms of it's 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 a nice thing to have you know some you know some you know piece of 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 your of your financial future hedging against or insuring against uh you know the the long-term care you know risk but you've really got to be careful into how you do that because that's one of those that's one of those areas where it's you know it, it's it's not a lot of um, overlap in terms of you know it's it's it, you know you, you've got some products that are kind of like a hybrid that can go and you know and, and they and they, they they check multiple boxes and they do multiple things for you and I think those those tend to be on the on the you know on the good list. Um, but you know, on the naughty list, it's like, you know, if you, if you, if you're paying premiums into, into, you know, a particular insurance policy and it only, you know, and something has to go wrong for you, you know, for you to derive benefit. I mean, there are some necessary evils there, you know, of certain insurances that you have to have that way. But if you have it, if you, if given a choice, if, you know, if you understand all your different options, you really want to be careful and, you know, and, and thoughtful about, you know, how are you going to try to take care of that risk for long-term care? All great points so far, Glenn. So that's the long-term care insurance breakdown. A similar discussion, perhaps, for the 529 plan. Naughty or nice there? Yeah, well, it's a, certainly a nice thing to be able to, you know, save for, you know, you know, child's, you know, education, right? Whether it's yeah. your... It's hard, hard to it's put that one as a naughty one, Glenn. <laughs> no, it, 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 it absolutely. I mean, the intention there is, is very good, right? You know, for the, you know, for the parents, for the grandparents to be able to, you know, save for, you know, save for the, uh, for the kid's education. Um, the the challenge is is that you know there the, there there's a significant number of limitations around those 529 plans in terms of you know what they you know they have to be used for just certain expenses and if you don't do you know you, you know you don't do this or you don't do that you know you end up being taxed on it if it's in certain t- you know if, if it's in certain vehicles if you're in it's time to go to college and you need it and the, that account has you know is is the economy's bad and maybe the value of that account is is down there can be some challenges around 
around that. You know, the the other piece of it is is that you know it's it's one of those things that you you know you say for a specific you know specific reason and then you and then you pull it out for that specific reason and it, and all the benefits that were there. You know, once you take the money out, that can't go back in there. It's just like it's like a it's like a self depleting account and it, and 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 the and the benefits are going away. There are other things that you can kind of look towards that that may help you save. You know, there's there's any number of things that you can save. You know, for you know for school. You know, and and you can save for education that have you know that they can also be used for other things. And they can you know you can take money out and you can put money back and there there can there can continue to be some benefits. So I don't want to say that the five twenty nine is 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 you know is just is completely on the naughty list. But you know, it, it's, I'm a little bit more neutral on that, and it, you know, I, mean, I like the intent of those accounts. But I think that there's sometimes, you know, there's some there's some ways to you know to have to have uh, money get saved for you know for all of that, and you know, and and, and with 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 not as many you know uh, rules around it, you know, or, or or boundaries that that you have to you know you have to dot this i and cross that t in order to you know to you know derive the benefits from it. Another great point there, Glenn, on the 529 plan. So as you can see with most financial products and strategies, there's always that trade-off, that positive, that negative, and just is it going to be a good fit for your situation? Uh, always important, I think, to drive that home. All right, last one to cover for this episode, and then we'll let Santa get back to delivering uh, actual gifts to people here, Glenn. Uh, permanent life insurance, where does that fall on your naughty nice list? Right. Well, I mean, it, that's that's an interesting one, Walter, because you know it fa- it definitely falls on some people's naughty list, and you know, and and, and it can, you know, I mean, I, there there are situations where you know if it, if you know if 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 it's not if it's just simply not the right fit, and somebody got sold something that they didn't need or want, you know, then that's certainly not not a good thing, you know. But you know, there are situations where, particularly if you you know if you structure a policy properly, you know, and it and it builds cash value that that's there that can create benefits during during the lifetime. I mean, not just for death benefit. It can it can really it can really be on the on the on the you know on the good list and you know and in the positive list and you know in certain cases again it depends. It's not it's there's no one size fits all and it's not it's not the right thing for everybody by any stretch of the imagination. But it can serve an awful lot of things and you know and give you and give you different diverse ways of of you know of having of having money that gets saved in a you know in, in a tax favored way and that that can be accessed accessible, you know, throughout your life and, you know, and, and, you know, and, and be, you know, be safe and productive, you know, and, and also have, you know, some additional benefits and, you know, obviously there's a death benefit there, but, but if you also have the ability to, you know, to access some of that cash during, you know, during, you know, your lifetime, you know, it can be, it can be an alternative way of being able to, you know, to, you know, to, you know, get to, you know, money when you have an emergency, if you have some cash value built in there, or if you have, you know, you have a situation where you have significant cash value built up that can be used for like what we were just talking about for, you know, for maybe a child's education, you know, and, and it's, you know, it, be, it becomes a you know, very flexible product if it's, if it's done properly, if it's done, you know, early on in life or, you know, or, you know, or specifically in later in life for, you know, for certain things. It's a very flexible. It's a very flexible product that's very misunderstood, and and, and it's um it has it has a, it has a lot of you know you know pros and cons to it. You know there it's it's not it's not a panacea by any stretch of imagination that it's all good for in all cases, but it can help in terms of having you know having the benefits of of a death benefit if that's something that you need to you know to plan for. I mean there there are there are a number of folks that want to make sure that that's there and doesn't just you know just go go away at the end of 
a term, like as a, as a term policy would, would happen. You know, that, that if you can build that cash value through life, you can get to, you know, it's, it's, if you have emergencies pop up, it can be a favorable place to, you know, to be able to access money versus having to go borrow it at higher interest rates that are, that are less favorable to you. There's ways of structuring certain policies to have some of those chronic illness, uh, you know, riders or, or benefits there that, you know, that can maybe help give you a hedge against those long-term care risks that, you know, that, that doesn't have a situation where all the premiums go to the insurance company and if you, you know, and, and, you know for, for like a long-term care insurance policy and if you never needed it, then, then all, all those premiums went, you know, went to, you know, they, they didn't go to your benefit or anybody, you know, that, that was, you know, that you, that you, you know, really, you know, was, was meaningful to you in, in your life, in your life, you know, that you were able to pass it on to. Whereas, you know, sometimes if you have, if you have that, if you have that permanent life insurance policy that has some of those additional benefits or those, those riders that can do more than one thing, then, you know, it, it, it's there for you to, you know, to have for long-term care if, if need be. It can also be if you didn't need it, then, you know, then, then, then the death benefit's going to be there for your heirs and the people that you care about. So it's one of those things that it's, it's, it's a nuanced, you know, uh, understanding that you've really got to understand all the different things that, you know, that can happen with that type of a policy. And you really have to make sure that it's structured properly for you because there are a number of different ways to structure a, a, that kind of a policy. Not every you know, person is going gonna, is gonna to be a perfect fit or even a good fit for it, but it certainly can be good and it, and it can be bad. It just it, it, it all depends, Walter, as, as many things do and as, as we know. But, you know, I think that, you know, you know, Santa would want to just sit back and say, well, how is this being used to, to be able to decide whether it's, you know, it's naughty or nice? Great points across the board here, Glenn. Thanks for talking to us about this list and uh, walking us through all these different considerations. That was uh, kind of fun to take this different angle on financial planning matters. So really enjoyed that. If you've got questions for Glenn about something we talked about today or any other financial and retirement planning questions on your mind, don't hesitate to reach out. You can call 336-291-3535 to have a one-on-one conversation with Glenn. Again, that's 336-291-3535. Glenn can meet with you in person in Greensboro, North Carolina, or virtually from anywhere, of course. And you can also go to RoadmapFinancial.com and click the free consultation button to schedule a time to visit with Glenn. Again, go to RoadmapFinancial.com to set up that time to meet. Glenn, thank you for another great episode. Hope you enjoyed the holidays and a happy new year to you as well. And we'll look forward to some fresh episodes in 24. All right, Walter. Take care. Have a good one. You as well. That's Glenn Mossettler. I'm Walter Storholt. We will see you next time on the Retirement Roadmap.